Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider. Hello and welcome to the EcomOps podcast. My name is Norbert. I'm your host. And today I have Jennifer Jao with me. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Norbert. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. That's so great to have you here. Uh, Jennifer, tell me a bit about yourself. What are you doing and what's your ecom experience? Of course. So um, my maid of honor and I started East Me Stress. It's a modern Chongsam mm-hmm. brand for Asian Americans. Um, we started this about a year and a half ago when I was inspired by my own wedding. I was struggling to find a modern Chinese wedding dress. And this is something I wanted to wear to celebrate my heritage and honor my parents. Um, but it was surprisingly difficult to find. My choices were either online sketchy sites where you know, you're not sure what whether the dress will look like the picture or uh, in-store in Chinatown where you have limited styles and sizing. And so that's why my maid of honor, Vivian, and I decided that there should be some better option to be able to celebrate your culture and style. So that's why we started East Me Stress. Um, and since then, we've helped with thousands of brides, help celebrate their culture um, and kind of wear the modern chonsam that they wanted to wear for, you know, that celebrates and combines both their culture and their style. It's a very specific niche. This is really cool, um, but it's it's very interesting. So, um, this was this your first step into e-commerce, or uh, yeah, yes, it is. Um, I would say that you know, Vivian and I we grew up with e-commerce all around us as use uh, as consumers, and so we actually were like, oh, it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, what we did was we actually started our first site. Uh, we created a landing page over one weekend, um, put up a Facebook ad using $50 to kind of just test the waters to see if there was any interest. Um, And we actually got a lot of emails from interested brides who were struggling with the same issue. And so that kind of gave us the confidence to launch this website on Shopify. Um, But we definitely learned from, you know, the early days when we thought, oh, it should be pretty easy. You know, we'll instantly get an order. We'll just have orders coming in instantly. Um, But yeah, it it definitely slowly grew. But uh, we learned that, you know, you shouldn't just launch with one dress uh, with an iPhone picture. (laughs) But that was our starting point. (laughs) And since then, we've been able to kind of turn this into a um, profitable venture for us. Oh, interesting. Um, and and what, what is your current e-com stack? What do you use to sell your yeah. dresses? Yes. Yeah, so we run our website on Shopify, mm-hmm. um, which is super helpful since it managed our orders management tool and also our front end. Um, we do, we use Coda, which is kind of like Google Docs and steroids for our customer backend. We've kind of used it to create our own flexible customer tables. Um, we also use Klaviyo for our email system. Um, and then for customer support ticketing, we use Gorgeous. Uh, it's this mm-hmm. tool that both has a chat window on our website, which is nice, but also has the back end of ticketing um, that mm-hmm. allows us to manage emails. And then uh, we also use, um, we also use uh, Google Sheets. We kind of create our own accounting service on that. 
And uh, Slack kind of is the last tool that kind of combines and integrates all of these different platforms and helps us automate some of the tasks that we do. So quite some, some stuff needed uh, for, yeah. for a perfect ecom setup. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly. cool. And, and do you also sell on marketplaces or any other uh, third-party tools? Yeah, yeah. We actually, well, we primarily sell on our own website, but yeah. we do have another shop on Etsy. Um, and that has been really nice in the beginning to help us get started because uh, it immediately gave us access to a market of customers who are looking for custom dresses. And have you been able to connect Shopify with Etsy? Uh, no, actually, that has been one of the pain points is, you know, Shopify is, is such a big platform. So there's a lot of integrations available on that tool. Um, but Etsy is one of those platforms that doesn't have that many integrations currently. Um, and so a lot of the manual work that we've done has been dealing with our Etsy orders because everything it's kind of like running two different stores now yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have one process that's automated on Shopify and then one manual process that we've kind of sort of created um, for Etsy so it would help you if you could connect Etsy as well to your stack right <laughs> yeah that would be uh, the dream thanks so. <laughs> um, and what percentage of your sales come through the channels and uh, through the store what's what's your um, Yeah. Uh, so the majority of 80% or so come from our Shopify site and then mm -hmm. 20% from our Etsy shop. Okay, great. Uh -huh. And do you plan to extend that uh, to go, let's say, also on Amazon or on, um, I don't know which channels there are in the US? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say that given the lack of integrations with Etsy, we've kind of realized that the best way forward is to focus primarily on growing our main shop, main website, just because we have more control over the website, the back end, um, everything connected to it. Um, and so right now our goal is to focus on the main website and Etsy and potentially other channels down the line might be something we would consider, but not right now. How many, how many people are working with you? Uh, we have a team of three right now. Uh, actually, four. Uh, sorry, <laughs> four. That's cool. And do you ship yourself, or do you have warehouses for the shipment? We ship ourselves. That's definitely a pain point of ours right now. But uh, because we deal with wedding dresses, uh, it's and they're all custom made for the customer. We currently just manage it all ourselves to make sure that everything is quality checked and um, it's packaged properly. Um, but that's definitely one of our goals for this year is to figure out how we can kind of simplify and improve that packaging process. So it's not a huge time chunk for us. Yeah, I, th I think so. So the, uh, um, how, how many orders do you get? So roundabout about uh, in, in, let's say a month or so, how many dresses do you need to prepare if you want to tell that? So it's not. Uh, yeah, no worries. Well, uh, right now this We're in a very weird period where there's COVID. Yeah, right, right now it's not it's not comparable to the real. <laughs> yeah, the weddings are getting delayed and canceled. Yeah. But um, pre, uh, yeah, we're currently doing you know around a hundred dresses or so each. Uh, wow. Uh, each month, yeah. Wow, all custom made. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Great. Um, Is there, is there any person that is really focused on the ops part of, of, of e-commerce? So that's just doing uh, the operations or yeah. are you spread? 
We kind of spread it, but we primarily have, you know, I focus on the supply side of the operations mm-hmm. and that's making sure addresses are um, in production and following the timeline well. Um, and we also have a team member that focuses on the customer operations and that's making sure they're happy and um, any issues or questions, they are immediately answered. Yeah. And what do you do to make them happy? What's the, the awesome experience that the customer needs? Yeah, thank you for asking. That's one of the biggest things that um, priorities for us, given that uh, as a bride, when you're shopping, you're already stressed out with wedding planning. So we really wanted to make sure that what we offered was something that didn't add to their stress. It helped them with their wedding. Um, and so we know that brides, they they have a lot of questions. They might have a lot of concerns. And so we make it really easy for them to reach us. We have our chat on our, win- uh, our website. We have phone, calling, uh, email, um, and these are all ways they can communicate with us 24-7. And then on top of that, throughout the uh, ordering process, after they've purchased the dress, um, when we produce the dress, we send them progress pictures. So they can give us instant feedback on their dress to make sure that there's there's no surprise when they get the dress and it's you know the one that they want. Um, and then in terms of when they actually receive the dress, we try to surprise and delight our customers. So we include little kind of gifts in there. We include some candy that's often very nostalgic based on kind of like Asian Americans' favorite like childhood candies. Um, sometimes we'll do custom chopsticks that are engraved with their name and their wedding date. Um, and then finally, the one of the biggest things for us is since our dresses are mostly custom size, we offer a $50 alteration credit. So they can take it to a local tailor and get any adjustments that they might need for the dress. So they don't have to worry, like, is this dress going to fit me because I'm ordering online? Um, we have we reimburse up to $50 so that they can get that satisfaction and worry free from ordering from us. It's great service, really. So they, they have the, the entire process when this is built. They have uh, an experience with your company. They, they see the feel. They see how it's built. And even if they got the dress, they have a surprise and they have um, a, a credit to, 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 to make changes. This is insane. So yeah. your customers really are happy brides, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's a main goal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you did you face any any significant downtime or any problem in your stack when you worked or, or is runs everything smoothly? Well, that, that's a good question. Um, obviously, during COVID, there was a uh, we experienced some disruptions because our dresses require a very niche set of skills. We work with dressmakers in China who have decades of experience, and so at the beginning of COVID, we actually. Um, had faced some disruptions to our protection timeline because they had mandatory shelter in place in China. Um, but we've been able to actually work around that. So uh, we created a new Ships Now collection. And these are dresses that are already ready-made, uh, ready to be shipped out immediately, like the next day. And so for our urgent brides who didn't have time to wait, um, we were able to kind of offer them a different alternative. And then what we also worked on was expanding our shipping partners. So we weren't reliant on just one shipping partner. Oftentimes these days, you're never quite sure which which partner will get delayed. There's always new issues coming up. And so uh, we kind of had just made sure that we have a variety of different options to make sure that at the end of the day, the dress would get to the bride on time. 
Yeah, the important part because you don't have a second <laughs> chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you um, yeah, and um, what role does automation play in your company? Oh, it's a huge focus for us, uh, especially since we really want to stay a small and nimble team. So as we grow, we don't want to have to also grow our operations linearly for that. Um, mm -hmm. And so we've kind of focus on making sure that on our customer operations and our packet operations, everything that we have done manually, eventually we want to take that out and have it automated. Um, so mm -hmm. for example, on the customer facing side, we before used to answer all of our potential customers questions um, manually. It was me and my co-founder answering them at night, on the weekends, at any hour. And we discovered, you know, these questions are all often the same type of questions. They're like, what do you ship to us? What is your shipping policy like? And so now we've automated many of the questions that they ask and um, have automatic responders to them. So if they ask, do you ship to Australia? We actually have answers specific to their country that tell them exactly the cost and the shipping timeline. Um, so that's helped decrease a lot of the lead time spent on answering questions. Yeah. Um, and then and then on the back end, everything previously was done manually as well. So because we're custom, we create custom chosen some dresses, when a customer would receive or, or order a dress, they would get a um, manual email sent to them with all these autumn, uh, these details included that were written manually, uh, a custom URL link based on their own customer order information. Um, and so we've automated that via Clavio. So now, as soon as they order, they get an automatic order confirmation email that includes a custom link with their unique URL, kind of with custom variables set in. And so we don't worry about that anymore. Um, and then on the back end, we have uh, many dress details that we used to translate into uh, Chinese for our dressmakers. You imagine that takes up a lot of our time. <laughs> um, but since then, we've standardized all of our dress design detail information so that they can be automatically translated into Chinese. Um, so overall, all of this has been automated to make our lives much easier. Wow. 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 So there is a lot to do. <laughs> and uh, what do you focus in the next 12 months? So our next focus is kind of going down the line of how much time we spend in operations is um, our measurements process. And, yeah. and as I mentioned, our packaging process. Mm -hmm. So on the custom measurements process, currently what's happening is our customers are have a, get a list of measurements that they need to do. And often when they give it back to us, we are manually checking each measurement to make sure like, oh, does this look off or does this look right? Um, and often it's a frustrating experience for a customer as well, because if we if something does look off, they might have to take it back to a tailor to get it remeasured. Um, and that can be time consuming for them. So we are working and investing in an uh, app on our website that will in real time tell them exactly what measurements they should recheck so that they don't have to redo it a second time. Um, and then for us, it'll give us, you know, we don't have to manually do it anymore. There'll be automatic red flags. So that's kind of our focus for this year. And then the second focus will be the packaging. Uh, since we do it in-house right now, we're hoping there are ways we can recreate our packaging to simplify it. Uh, right now, there's so many little parts. There's like the candy bags. There's like all these little flyers. There's custom tissue paper that we package nicely. Um, so we're really hoping to kind of rebrand everything so that it's one cohesive packaging that is simple and easy to do. Okay. 
Thank you. That's very interesting. My last question for today. Um, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? So that's a great question. We love reading um, blogs like Starter Story. They feature small businesses that uh, talk about how they started um, and what tools they use. And so it feels very applicable to kind of what space the space we're in right now. They're all e-commerce businesses. Um, and then I think beyond that, it's just about trying things yourself and learning from your mistakes. Uh, that, yeah, I hear that quite often. Yeah, it's like one <laughs> of the Try and error. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's immediate feedback because you put something on your website and your customers will instantly tell you, no, they're not interested or yes, it, it's working. So yeah. it's a great feedback mechanism. Try, fail, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and try yeah. not to. Thank you very much for this interview. It was really great learning about your business. Um, it's very interesting. It's, it's really a niche um, that performs so well and um, the service that you provide is really interesting. I've never heard it before so that the people really follow the process when you customize uh, the, uh, the dresses. So this is really very, very interesting. Thank you very much. And, yeah, thank you so uh, much, Number. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And have um, good luck with your store, even due Corona. Uh, that not too many uh, dresses are moved to another month or so. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.